Hello, everyone. Thanks again for joining us on Order Up, the podcast from the National Restaurant Association. I'm Carly McBride, Marketing Program Manager and your host for this week's episode. Today on Order Up, I'm excited to welcome Kimberly Vandervorn, Vice President of Consumer Solutions for United Health Group, a longtime valued partner of the National Restaurant Association. Kimberly joins us today to discuss the current state of mental health among the nation's hospitality workers. She addresses this very important topic and provides solutions to the barriers hospitality workers often face when looking for mental health care and resources. Listen into this important episode and also be sure to review the show notes for some helpful links. Mental health care is tremendously important and thankfully easier to provide to your employees than you may realize. So Kimberly, thank you for taking some time to chat with us today. Let's get started. To start us off, please introduce yourself and tell us a bit more about your role with United Health Group. I am with United Health Group, and I lead a partnership with the National Restaurant Association. We have a, it's a very unique partnership. It's actually a joint venture. It's owned half by the National Restaurant Association and half by United Health Group. So it's uh, really a separate legal entity that I run from the United side. And the purpose of it is to develop um, meaningful solutions, meaningful health and wellness solutions to meet the needs of the uh, hospitality industry, owners, operators, managers, team members, part-time, full-time, seasonal. The idea is to develop solutions. There should be something for everyone. We wanna make sure that everyone has access to high quality health and wellness resources and solutions both from a mental health perspective and a physical health perspective. Thank you. Can you speak to the current state of the population's health and wellness? Where do we stand right now? It's been a pretty tough 19 months. So where are we? It has been very tough. And the data is now coming in, going back to March of 2020 when the pandemic started. And it's rather sobering. It's not good. So right now we're looking at a population in which the levels of anxiety and depression have increased by, I think, 35% in the overall population. In fact, I just read a stat yesterday indicating that 80% of the people in the United States that were polled in this particular survey indicated they have some degree of anxiety and depression. 80%. That's alarming. In addition to the mental, well, also from a mental health perspective, there are, this is a stat I just learned as well, which is crazy. 55% of all counties in our country have no licensed psychiatrist. 55% of U.S. counties, which is crazy, 65% of U.S. counties have understaffed from a, a licensed, a mental health care professional perspective. So the need has increased exponentially and the resources are decreasing. It takes, you know, five, six months to get a a new uh, member appointment, new patient appointment with a psychiatrist, for example. Aside from the mental health piece, people stopped taking care of themselves during COVID-19. People stopped getting diagnostics. They stopped managing their conditions. They stopped going to the doctor. They stopped getting their lab tests. So the overall state of health is just on a significant decline because people have ignored their health for a year and a half. So conditions are much worse that were known. And then new conditions have not been diagnosed. So it's over 50% of Americans say they have stopped. They have not been receiving or seeking medical care when they need it. So we're dealing with a population physically and mentally that is 
on the decline, has been on the decline from a wellness perspective. And it's going to be hard to crawl back out of that hole as an overall population. That's the general population. And you can multiply that by X number in hospitality because of the unique population, the unique uh, type of work and sort of the demographic. Yeah, those stats are alarming and scary. And all the more reason that it's great that we're having these conversations and raising this awareness. You spoke specifically about the hospitality industry. So what barriers are we seeing to mental and physical health care in the hospitality sector specifically? Hospitality has traditionally had a lot of barriers to health and wellness. Typically, historically, there have been very few resources that are available to folks who work in hospitality. A lot of that is because the vast majority of folks who work in hospitality are part-time, are seasonal, they're cobbling together multiple jobs. So they don't have, generally speaking, folks don't have access to health insurance and to anything else. Generally, folks don't have paid time off. So they're making the decision between a paycheck and putting food on the table and going to the doctor when they know they're sick. And so then their sickness becomes exacerbated and, you know, other things like shift work, just really difficult for people to, with their schedules, plug into traditional solutions. Generally, doctor's offices are closed when they're off. And so we've got a population that overuses the emergency room, uses the emergency room as a primary care facility. And that means they don't go. If they go to the emergency room, then that means they are so sick because of course the cost is prohibitive. So what we're looking at, you know, folks who overuse ER don't use it for the appropriate purposes and let their conditions and illnesses get way too far down the line to seek care before they seek care. So there's, you know, a lot of the, um, I mentioned cobbling together jobs and and such. And, And so there's this right now. So I sort of spoke to the historical challenges and barriers to health and wellness in hospitality. COVID-19, of course, introduced a whole new set of challenges in hospitality in the industry that was absolutely devastated by COVID and the whole, you know, severe isolation and the inconsistency and lack of control and not knowing what's going to come next and opening and closing, opening and closing. And then um, these folks in hospitality are in this unenviable position of needing to deal with some really nasty customers. And, you know, you would think as a population after going through something horrendous like this pandemic, you would think that people would be kinder and more sensitive and aware of other people's situations, but they're not. There are people out there who have just become nastier and nastier and the service industry has had to pay the price. And so, you know, you're dealing with these folks who, who are already burnt out, seriously burnt out in hospitality that have to deal with this extra nastiness. And then on top of that, they sort of have to be the COVID police, you know, policing mask wearing and in some states vaccinations these folks are not they're not prepared for that they're not trained for that and it just adds this whole level of burnout and frustration and fear and of being you know over their heads and it's just we're dealing with an industry that just you know with the despair from covid 
that just needs, they need resources, they need help, they need access to physical healthcare and mental health care. Because interestingly enough, I've heard from some of my friends in the workers' comp property and casualty space, and they're talking about how workplace violence is on the rise in hospitality. And that, you know, people have reached the end of their their ropes. They've reached burnout. And so, you know, not, I'm not talking about someone coming in off the street and being violent. Um, they're talking about intra work, you know, peer to peer frustrations are so high. And there are these, you know, people are getting in fights, physical fights, verbal fights, et cetera, because tempers are running high. So it's so important, more important than ever to make sure people have the resources they need to get healthy and stay healthy. Yep. The stress level among so many workers in hospitality, you know, is so, so high just with everything that they have been dealing with. Although recruitment has been a big focus for the restaurant industry, workforce retention has its own set of changing best practices. Join the National Restaurant Association and Heartland Payment Systems for a webinar on November 10th. Jason Hines, Vice President of Compliance and Risk for Heartland Payment Systems, will share an overview of the retention technology solution landscape. He'll examine how HCM compliance can help your operation manage and retain your workforce efficiently. Register for New Thinking for New Challenges, Technology, Workforce, and the Restaurant Operator by visiting the link in our show notes or visit restaurant.org slash events slash learning. You talked about a lot of the challenges. So what are the solutions? Where do we go from here? The solutions are really understanding the needs of the folks in the industry. And um, and they're not all the same. Of course, you've got you know your part-time and seasonal component and demographic, and then you've got full-time management and other full-timers. So the idea is to give people resources. You know, now we all know that what everybody is looking for, sort of the demand is convenience and low price and personalization, technology, people want what they want when they want it. And they want to do, they want it on their own terms. And so what we've done uh, on this joint venture is looked for health and wellness partners, organizations that will offer solutions and not only solutions. So we've, we've always had a partnership with, for example, United Healthcare and for employers, restaurant tours and folks in hospitality who can afford to offer medical benefits or dental or vision or life or disability to their team, employer-sponsored benefits. We make it easy for them to do that. We've got discounts that are available to all association members when it comes to employer-sponsored benefits. But that's only for full-timers. If you're not full-time, you cannot participate in your employer-sponsored benefit plan. So what about everybody else? Well, that's been our focus for the past 18 months is how do we help everyone? Doesn't matter if you work two hours a week and cobble together four jobs, or if you work 50 hours a week, everybody needs access to the same high quality care. And so that's what we've done. We've created these partnerships and these programs that everyone has access to. And one of them that is just my absolute favorite is our partnership with Teladoc. And it is truly a gift to the hospitality industry. Teladoc has offered this, uh, too good to be true program, but it is absolutely true. I use it. My whole team uses it. My whole family uses it. 
I'm one of the lucky people. I have paid time off. I have employer-sponsored medical benefits. I have a telehealth component to my medical plan, but it's not any good. So I buy our program for hospitality. I buy Teladoc for myself, my husband, my two adult sons and their fiancés, my family, my mother, my aunt, my best friend. We all have it and we all use it because it has a mental health component to it and it doesn't have any co-payments. And it is truly amazing. It's $9 a month for an employee. And that $9 includes that employee's entire household. So it's $9 a month. And this is for part-timers. It's for full-timers. It's for seasonal people. It's for everyone. So for $9 a month, an employer can make sure that the employees have access to high-quality uh, mental health care, um, high-quality physical healthcare, keeping them out of urgent cares, keeping them out of emergency rooms, available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If your child is sick at three o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, you call Teladoc and within two minutes, you're on a virtual visit with a doctor. That doctor can prescribe medication, treatment plans. Personally, when I got about halfway through COVID, I kind of fell apart, like half the world emotionally. And I thought, okay, well, I, I need help. What's the best, fastest way to do that? It's through Teladoc. It's not by waiting five months, six months for a, an appointment with a psychiatrist and going into somebody's office with a mask on. No. So I got this Teladoc for myself, my family. Within a week, I had an appointment with a licensed psychiatrist in my state, a licensed therapist in my state. They prescribe medication. And I see those same people every month. So it is truly an amazing program. It's $9 a month. I keep repeating that because it is sounds way too good to be true. But this is a gift from Teladoc to the hospitality industry. They make their money elsewhere. They make their money on other programs, that, which I can explain to people. But this is a gift to hospitality. So $9 a month, entire household, unlimited visits for mental health and physical health, dermatology, nutritional guidance, physical therapy. We want to keep people off opioids. So they need to get help. Musculoskeletal disorders are huge in hospitality. Everyone's got back problems, foot problems, neck problems, et cetera, because of the work. So built in is a virtual physical therapy component. Unlimited visits, no co-payments. It's truly amazing. So that is what I'm most proud of right now is that we have been able to create this incredibly affordable solution that everyone has access to. And it covers their you know, whole person wellness, which the World Health Organization during the pandemic sort of adjusted its definition of whole person wellness. And it includes three components, mental health, physical health, and social health, health, which of course comes with the whole you know, isolation from COVID. You know, it's widely known and understood now that you cannot be physically healthy without being mentally healthy and vice versa and socially healthy. So this Teladoc program can help everyone. We also have other free resources, mental health resources that are available to everyone. We've got a great individual and family insurance service. And this is phenomenal. This is something, again, for part-timers, seasonal, and full-timers who don't have access to an employer-sponsored medical plan. And the service is amazing. It's brand new. And people can call a number, speak with a, a licensed representative in many languages, it's multilingual. And on that phone call, people can get the amount of their federal subsidy, which have increased this year. They can get quotes from a whole variety of different 
health carriers. So this is not a United Healthcare program. This is whatever organizations, Blue Cross, Cigna, Aetna, United, whomever, offer good plans in that particular person's county. Those are the quotes that they will get. So they get free quotes, they get the amount of their federal subsidy, they get multilingual support and get guidance on, it's really just making it easy for people to access this. Healthcare.gov is another way, but it lights your hair on fire. You can't get through it. This makes it easy. And by the end of the phone call, the person can be enrolled, have their federal subsidy, be enrolled. It's a phenomenal service. It takes the guesswork out. It takes all the stress out of the whole thing. So that we're very excited about. Open enrollment is coming up starting November 1st and goes through January 15th. So this is a great resource just for hospitality employers just simply to pass on to their teams. Hospitality employers don't have to do anything. They just simply create awareness. Um, And we can help you do that. We can create materials for folks with your brand on it, to posters and stuff like that, just to create awareness. We want to make sure that people can access these solutions. We want to make sure that no one suffers alone. There are too many resources out there for people to suffer alone, but we need employers to help us with that. We need employers to help us get the information out, help us get the resources out, you know, to help their teams. Kimberly, you and your team have been very hard at work on these resources. I just wanted to say that I personally have used Teladoc in the past as an employee of the National Restaurant Association. I have it. I also had it at my previous job. And the doctors that work with Teladoc are absolutely tremendous. And I did not know that they had a mental health component. So I appreciate you bringing that up and highlighting that. We'll have to make sure that you and I connect offline and get all the links so we can provide this information to our listeners. It is a phenomenal, phenomenal program, phenomenal solution. And I'm just thrilled that we can offer it. Yes, absolutely. So like I said, you and your team have been very hard at work, but what's in the pipeline? Like what's coming up next for United Health Group and the the big focus on mental health? So are there other initiatives that you're working on right now that you want to tell us about? Well, continuing, of course, to identify those partners out there like Teladocs to be able to continue to meet the needs, the changing needs of hospitality. So more and more and more solutions will become available through the years. Of course, as you mentioned, one of our big focus areas is mental health. So back prior to COVID, my association partner friends, because we're partnered with pretty much all of the state restaurant associations, a lot of the state lodging associations, et cetera, had a lot of sort of cries for help from a mental health perspective from my friends in the industry, from my association partners, going back several years. And basically they said to me, we have a mental health crisis on our hands in hospitality. Can you help us? Would you help us? What can we do about this? We don't know. We've got a suicide crisis, mental health, substance use disorder crisis. And so before the pandemic, I partnered with a national nonprofit called Active Minds. And Active Minds is a a nonprofit focused on suicide prevention and mental health awareness. And so we partnered and we underwrote a research and development project entirely focused on hospitality. I think it's the only one that's ever been done of the kind, but it was so fascinating and amazing to come back. The data we collected from interviews and focus groups and surveys was just really fascinating. So we were able to collect data uncovering kind of the drivers in hospitality. And this included everybody from owners and operators to management to team members to front of the house, back of the house, everyone. What are the drivers? You know, what are the five or six drivers of 
suicide crisis, mental health crisis, substance use crisis in hospitality? What is it about the demographic, the population, the jobs, the industry, the customers, all that stuff? What are the drivers? And so we were able to really identify them and, and really, really interesting. And then not only that, but of course, you know, who cares if you find the problem, you've got to find solutions. So the other side of that coin is we asked people for well, what are the things, what are the easy and free things that employers, every employer can do to turn this around and make the workplace a comfortable place where people feel a sense of belonging and an atmosphere that doesn't exacerbate mental health issues, but instead, you know, helps. It's very touchy because employers, and I'm an employer of people, I'm a manager of people, and there's always the fear of what do I say? What can I say? What shouldn't I say? What's the liability? How do I address it without getting myself in too deep? I am not a mental health professional. How do I handle this? And so we created a guidebook from this study, simple, straightforward, free for everybody that just show people the data, uh, which is so interesting. And just, you know, people want to feel a sense of belonging. They want to have a connection to other people. They want to have the pre-shift lineups. They want to have that interaction. They want to know when they can talk to their manager, what's the right time, how to do it. They want everyone to get a break instead of, you know, a lot of people in the industry told us they smoke, they started to smoke because they wanted a break and only smokers get breaks. So, you know, just free, easy things that can be done to turn this around. And so again, we've got a, a very simple, straightforward guidebook, free to everybody. And then what we're doing with NRAEF, uh, the Educational Foundation is, um, we've been partnering with them, Alyssa and Sue, and just the great, amazing team at EF. We are kind of taking it a step farther in doing a mental health program 2.0. And we're in the middle of, we've done a whole new set of data collection with a particular eye on inclusivity, making sure that we're getting into those communities that the underserved communities and such to make sure that we are truly taking everyone into consideration. So we've done the data collection and we're working on rolling out a program next year that is really robust, that is a, a training program that sort of raises awareness a web series of webinars, raising awareness, training people on what to do, what to say, what they can do, what they shouldn't do, and then how to incorporate changes in their, in their workplace, how to refer people to get care and such. So really excited about that and looking forward to what we come out with next year. Great. We will have to get the link to that guidebook that you mentioned to include in our show notes as well. Um, it sounds like a really tremendous resource for our listeners and for the industry. So in closing, you've talked about a lot of the challenges that we've faced over the last going on two years now. I think it's been 19 months. All the challenges that we've faced. And is there anything else that you want our listeners to know about the work that your team is doing? I guess I really just want people to know that there is help out there. And we all know how expensive health benefits are. Medical insurance is expensive for an employer to sponsor it, pay for it. I want employers to know there are resources they can avail themselves of that are very inexpensive, very reasonable, and even just passing through to their teams that can help people. And we make it easy. We know, we understand folks are so busy. They don't have time. So we're willing to make it easy. We're willing to make it affordable and help people in any way we can. 
there is something we can all do and there is something for everyone and everyone should have access to these solutions. But I need the help of National Restaurant Association members. I need the help of employers and hospitality to make sure that folks are getting this information because their employers are the people they come close to trusting. These folks are not, they're not going to get the information from their regular doctors because they don't go to the doctor. They're not going to get their information generally from their insurance carrier because most people don't have insurance. So they're not going to get the information from the association because individuals are not members of the association. So we need the employers to partner with us and help us to pass along these solutions, raise awareness, free solutions to help people with their isolation, with their mental health care and their physical health care. Kimberly, thank you for putting a spotlight on mental health and overall health for this industry. I don't think anyone has been immune to the stress that the last 19 months have brought um, for everyone. So thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. And I will make sure I connect with you to get all those links to share with our listeners. Wonderful. Thank you, Carly. Appreciate your time. Although recruitment has been a big focus for the restaurant industry, workforce retention has its own set of changing best practices. Join the National Restaurant Association and Heartland Payment Systems for a webinar on November 10th. Jason Hines, Vice President of Compliance and Risk for Heartland Payment Systems, will share an overview of the retention technology solution landscape. He'll examine how HCM compliance can help your operation manage and retain your workforce efficiently. Register for New Thinking for New Challenges, Technology, Workforce, and the Restaurant Operator by visiting the link in our show notes or visit restaurant.org slash events slash learning. Thanks so much for listening to Order Up, the podcast from the National Restaurant Association. Follow us on your favorite podcast player and find out more at restaurant.org slash podcasts. Episode produced by Dante32.